Welcome to episode 33 of Radio Life Ray. My name is Olaf Koch, and in this episode, I've been talking to Yari Jevela and Janne Hitala, uh, both from Arcasis in Finland, and they are part of the project team for Valamis, an e-learning solution that you might know as Project Learn or with any of their other names um, that it had before. Before we go into this recording, some announcement. Um, so I'd like to remind you that uh, we currently have our symposium season that is uh, including the Life Rate Developer Conference, uh, kind of the central place to be for all of the more technically oriented among you. That is 9th and 10th of October in Berlin, Germany, 2013, in case you're listening to this episode a lot later. We're starting with an unconference on the 8th of October, but the unconference is severely limited. Uh, we only have a few seats and there might only be a very few seats left, uh, so it has been filling up quite fast. In case you want to participate, please register extremely soon. I'm not even aware if there's still some seat left. We will have a waiting list, though, but, uh, well, I won't rely on that. Also, as usual for symposiums, we have a community meeting on the day before. There's also on the evening of the 8th October, of the 8th of October. So that's also in Berlin. Please register in case you want some free drinks. If you have been at the European Symposium last year, you know what happened when not enough people register or when we don't expect as many people as are coming. Last year we had, I think, four times as many people and we kind of blew up the restaurant. Um, well, at least they were severely challenged by us. While that was fun, um, this year we'd definitely like to have your registrations. It makes life, it makes our life a lot easier. I'm linking to my blog post with uh, registration information and more information about developer conference. In case you can't come to Berlin, uh, just be aware that there's a lot of different and more symposiums and life portal solution forums. I'm publishing this episode on the day of Life Reporter Solutions Forum in Germany, uh, so it's probably too late to come to that event. But uh, there's another one in the UK, and there's also symposiums coming up in Spain and in San Francisco, and as well as in Florence. So then let's come to the conversation that I had with Yari and Janne about Valamis. Some additional information, because unfortunately I didn't manage to publish this episode in time. Uh, we recorded this about a month ago, I think slightly more than a month ago, and a lot of things happened during that time. During our conversation, you will hear quite soon that uh, we talked about the release schedule and the release plan for the next release for the next version of Balamis. That release plan uh, was still in the future. I think it was end of August. And stay assured, they made it. Uh, they, I think they actually released early. So I was playing a few jokes on that uh, during the recording to keep an eye on that. I kept an eye on that and they made it just in time for me to go on vacation and uh, delay this episode quite a bit more. Also, uh, what happened roughly around the same time, they participated in LifeRay's Marketplace app contest. And guess what? They won hands down. Um, so um, you can now enjoy an episode with the two guys that were uh, wondering how far they would make it in the Marketplace app contest. But you already know now um, that you're listening to this conversation that they are actually the winner. So, uh, without further ado, let's hear what Valamis is and uh, where it comes from, uh, from the two guys who know it best. Through the wonders of, uh, in this case, Skype, I'm connected to Finland. Um, that is to two guys from Finland that you might have seen on one or the other uh, symposiums. At least I've met them on the European symposiums. Uh, so I'm connected to Janne and Yari. Hello. Hello. Um, both from somewhere in Finland. Is that in Jönsu? Yes, Jönsu in East Finland near the Russian border amongst the polar bears. 
Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there we are with the polar stuff that we are going to talk about. Um, and I did not dare to try the Finnish pronunciation of your full names. Um, so I've only tried the first names. Uh, so why not introduce you introduce yourself and uh, talk about where you come from, what are you doing here, and what? Uh, well, why are we talking today? Okay, hello. Uh, my name is Jari Järvela, and I work as a vice president in Arcusus, and also I'm, I am responsible on our e-learning services and learning solutions that we are building on LifeRay. And um, we are talking here about our Valamis e-learning product uh, and portals that we have built on, on LifeRay. Uh, my own background is actually, it's not too technical, it's more in the e-learning and pedagogies, and uh, uh, I have uh, done different kind of e-learning projects with different kind of tools and platforms, mostly traditional learning management systems. Uh, I got interested on LifeRay about, I think it was something like 2009. Um, uh, I wanted to find some tools that would be uh, that would make more flexible e-learning solutions, and I thought that when I saw LifeRay that. It seems to me like a tool that you can do a lot more things that you are not limited to some certain kind of approach or system. And then I talked to start to talk with the architects people, and now we are having our Palamis release ready. So that's in short is my background and how I got interested on LifeRay. So okay, and my name is Jan Hietala. I'm development director and, and one of the partners here in Argosus. And basically, um, I'm doing the, the hard labor of get, getting Valamis uh, develop, developed and, and get it out. I don't develop it myself. We have a team of, of really, really, really good developers that are working working on this. Uh, but it's it's up to me that we are like uh, meeting the schedules and, and what features are we going to do next and uh, try to stop Yari from getting all these crazy ideas into the product and try to try to be sensible there. But I, I have a technical background. I've been hands-on with LifeRay, I think, since 2007. Um, I tend to get too technical, but I, I'm quite often talking with the different types of customers who are not technical, and, and I try to speak their language so, so everybody would understand what we are doing. But that, that in short. So, uh, Valamis is the one that we're talking about. Uh, let's go to the history of this product uh, because, well, as far as I'm concerned, it started with a different name. Uh, that's the name which is currently still mentioned on LifeRay.com. Uh, you have been one of the first community projects that we've had on LifeRay.com and there uh, you're named Project Learn. Um, yeah. So, okay. can you... Tell me something about the history and uh, uh, well, the setup. When did you start, and uh, what's your release history so far? Uh, there's. This seems to be a tradition that we keep changing the name. I do hope that this this one lasts longer. Mm -hmm. um, you can see in that because it's open source. You can see that the GitHub project is called JSCORM. Uh, that's basically the origin uh, origin that we started to create an, an a SCORM portlet or SCORM player. Our internal project was uh, LF SCORM, LifeRay SCORM. Then it turned to Learn, Project Learn. Mm -hmm. And I actually talked with uh, James Faulkner and in, in the um, two, two years ago in, in the LifeRay European Symposium that how could we get this to more... Uh, into the library community and how, how could we tell people that this thing exists. Um, during that time, we didn't know about Marketplace. I don't know if it existed in any plans yet, but we started talking about this community, community project idea. Um, at some point, I think we, we talked about having name of library university as well, but it was related to something else as well, uh, education for library or, or something else. Mm -hmm. And the community project was to get people around the world to involved in this this project that it would be like um let's say like like moodle is that there's a community that contributes there and and we've been devel developing it um i think it was at least one and a half year when we started the, the community project so we believe that we have 
enough enough code and enough foundation that other people can start building around it. Um, there was after this, there was lots of feedback, lots of contacts from people that that used the application, um, but it, it was uh, pretty much focused on the technical side. Mm-hmm. How how do we integrate? How do we get it running on on some exotic library configuration and, and things like this? And also lots of feature requests. And when marketplace came around, and I, I saw that it's it's going to be interesting uh, for 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 this product to be a kind of channel to get get this this learning environment for library uh, distributed, and so more people could use it uh, without technical skills. So we actually started to look into the marketplace and how can we be involved there. And, and we decided basically to do some marketing effort and then we changed the name to Balamis Learning as well. But really the reason why, why we have the product site and, and you can go to uh, balamislearning.com and, and there's some, some nice, nice video about, about the product also that we actually got the inspiration from from Kickstarter. So Kickstarter is a place for cool projects, which are community involved. There's a, like this um, short connection between the, the end users to the developers. So we wanted to have something like this. And because we are in Finland, we cannot go into the Kickstarter. We don't, we don't need funding for the project project so much. But it's, it's, it seems that this way, lots of cool projects are created. So that's that's basically our approach. Why we why we want to have open source product on an open source project as a as a marketable product, and it's it's it should be visually appealing for for the end users and the, and the technology guys or the developers as well. So that's what we have been trying to do. That's been a lot, um, and it sparked some some nice questions. So you've had multiple names, and you're now uh, quite happy with Valamis or Valamis Learning. Uh, is there any specific meaning to that, maybe from the Finnish language, or uh, is it an, an abbreviation, acronym? Uh, yeah, it's actually, uh, uh, it's a Finnish uh, word for ready, but it's in the Eastern Finland's dialect. So mm-hmm. we like to use, uh, in some of our other products, uh, Finnish names, uh, which are from the eastern part of Finland's dialect. So Valamis is one. It means ready, but it's not like official Finnish word in a sense, literal word, but yeah. it's in dialect. It basically means ready or complete. Mm-hmm. And and I've actually told one of the customers that, that um, LifeRay is actually missing e-learning functionality. So there hasn't been like a, the, any portlets, at, at least... In the core library, that there hasn't been any problems regarding e-learning, so in a sense, we are kind of completing it. So it's it's a suitable name in, from that perspective. Mm-hmm. I think. And you're ready as well. So the product or the yeah the product is ready for download. It's available on marketplace. Yes. And uh, well, immediately there for trying out. It's it's not ready in the sense that we are complete uh, or we are we are done with the development. We have just, just begun, so we try to do uh, release in every three months, basically. Mm-hmm. To and like like this next release, it's it's gonna be loaded with new new features. Yeah, and I've discovered that uh, with you, uh, I can actually safely ask my favorite question when everybody or when anybody talks about releases or future releases, uh, which is when. Uh, I'll have to say we're we're recording this on uh, I'm not sure what day it is. Uh, this is 16th of August, and when I go to valamislearning.com today, the first thing that greets me is it says 15 days to next release. So I guess it will be uh, end of August, beginning of September. Exactly. So we do have set release dates. It's it's gonna be so difficult to keep up with those, but at the moment it looks like that we are in the in the schedule. Okay. But I I think it's it's important for us that because we are developing new features and and, and uh, there's some standards with e-learning involved support for these standards that we actually split up the the development to bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. So we can do it. It's 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 a challenge for the development team for the project managers. Uh, for the release process, so 
And of course, we have to get it running into the marketplace within that timeline. Yeah. Okay. So the date is now out. Um, it's on record. Uh, we can check that. If you change it tomorrow to say 20 days, uh, then, uh, well, at least some something will be known. Uh, we'll check uh, how that works out. But uh, with regards to the content, uh, it's all about learning, e-learning. What can I do today? What can I learn today? And what will I be able to learn or how will I be able to learn with the next release? So what's the schedule there? What can I do today? Uh, what can I expect from the next release? Uh, Lifeway has very good collaboration tools and uh, uh, tools to create different communities already without any Valamis portlets or components. So uh, basically you can use Lifeway out of the box in a sense for collaborative learning. But uh, when we started to create the Valamis, uh, the first stuff for us was to create different kind of tools that you can use to create different exams and grade uh, to learners, ETC, to have some sort of a scoring system or exam tools and questions. You can create questions ETC. Uh, and basically, uh, when we started the uh, work, uh, I looked at the uh, LifeRay discussion boards. There were in year 2006, I think there was uh, some discussions that would somebody create these kind of exam tools or learning management systems tools for LifeRay. So it was like a natural point for us to start to create these first. And this exam tools was built, we decided to use international e-learning standards, which was SCORM. So we wanted to create those uh, tools based on, on these standards. So it was where we started. The first version just included like very basic tools that you can create exams and create them, ETC, but with a very low level of uh, features and options, options and uh, configurations. But it was the first version. Uh, We had three portlets. We had a, a sort of a question maker that you can make questions. And then we had a, a quiz maker portlet on where you can combine uh, questions from the question bank to make uh, actual exams. And then there was grade book portlet, which uh, included uh, opportunity for teacher example or educator to see how certain group of students or learners have done in their like e-learning courses or exams, etc. So very basic elementary level tools for making quizzes. When the first version uh, of this portals came out, the idea was that uh, you have these quiz tools, uh, grade, grading tools that you can combine with the LifeRay basic tools and portals. For example, you can create content with LifeRay content tools and have exams uh, with these portals. Okay. It is yeah. But uh, later on, uh, with the later versions, uh, we added more features, functionalities, and, and uh, more like configuration options for the quizzes. And now the next upcoming release, uh, we, we still have these three basic portlets that we've done initially. But in next release, we have a new portlet, which is called curriculum portlet. So you can basically combine different courses or different kind of um, learning sites that you have created uh, inside LifeRay. And you can make, with, for example, you have three different courses that you have to complete to be, for example, uh, uh, qualified or to have some certificate. So you can combine different courses and you can have like a, a curriculum. Yeah, it's a, learning, it's a learning, learning path. Learning path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so when we started, actually, uh, I, I think that when we start to talk with uh, any anybody that is interested in e-learning, they they ask the questions: Is does this solution support this and this standard? Mm -hmm. and, and most of the times, the standard they are asking is SCORM. Yeah, and and it's basically the standard how the course information is packaged. Uh, in the end, it's just a zip file with with metadata and some HTML. Mm -hmm. um, but it's used in the commercial setting. So there's commercial publishers that provide their course material, if it's for enterprise or education like schools, they use this standard to distribute their, their online courses. Mm -hmm. So to get the support for this, or like a commercial material, we had to have support for SCORM. So mm -hmm. that, that, that was the, the, like the start. So basically the difficult part in the beginning was to get the SCORM support into the application. And now we actually have, 
we actually have better support than, for example, Moodle has for SCORM. Mm-hmm. We support SCORM 1.2, 2004, third edition and fourth edition. So we actually have quite quite nice support for any commercial material or content publisher that that wants to provide the content, course content, uh, in a SCORM format. Um, that is, um, as I'm not really familiar with Squirm other than having heard of it, uh, that is import and export. So I can author my content in Valamis and then export it to make use of it in some external tool or vice versa? Or uh, It what's... basically works vice versa. Uh-huh. So the typical use case for Squirm is that you have um, like a standalone content authorization um, authoring tool where you create the content. And it resembles, most of these tools resemble something like PowerPoint or it gets more complex how the course material is, is done. And most of these tools are proprietary, so you need to get the license and they're pretty expensive. So you can use the material from, from these tools if it's professionally created or, or uh, by some somebody else or third party. And you can upload these into the Valamis solution. So you have these courses available in, in life range setting and you can you can run them and it, they interact with the, with the gradebook. Mm-hmm. But we are actually looking now into something, uh, different ways to create this content. You don't necessarily have to have a commercial content authoring tool. But the way to create these courses, uh, we, we actually combined the idea from the, from the quiz, uh, quiz management or the exam management that you can take LifeRay web articles and use these as a basis for your uh, course. So you can combine LifeRay content into a uh, SCORM package, uh, into a playable course. And I, I think this is something pretty cool. And it's, it's something that we can develop further. Mm-hmm. That is something that I definitely have to look at for, from my own personal point of work. Um, because I'm involved in training for LifeRay, and so far uh, we're doing that uh, in person with people, uh, sometimes online. But uh, well, we're we're doing this uh, as courses. Uh, we're offering this as courses. We'll soon be offering um, certifications, um, and that is also a part, as far as I've heard, um, that you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I actually have another reason to look at one of the products that I'm talking about in one of these episodes. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that, that the really easy part for us was that when we look into the feature list list of any like commercial um, commercial LMS solution, learning management solution, there's a huge amount of different features. But if we start to combine, uh, look, uh, compare these to Valamis with LifeRay, 90% of these features are related somehow to content management or document management or collaboration, social interaction, something like this. So we actually had something like 90% of these features ready in LifeRay. We just needed the modules for e-learning. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want to reinvent the wheel, parts that were missing. So, so we just developed the parts that were missing, and now we actually, even though we have now in the next release five separate portlets uh, with with their specific features, we are actually comparable with any any like uh, commercial learning management system. Mm-hmm. But with this this combination with Valamis and, and LifeRay, we have so much more flexibility to create different kinds of use cases for different kinds of customer settings that will be would be a lot of pain to do with any any like other commercial solution which are more or less fixed hmm. and the benefit is also if you look a uh, company or organization that use life rate, for example for internet or extranet services it is easy to extend uh, the use with the volumes ports to e-learning yeah so it's so you can like add the lms functions to life ray exactly so if you are comparable to commercial products and you said already that they are quite pricey, you must have a quite high price, right? <laughs> That's a softball question. <laughs> yeah. It's open source. So it's licensed under LGPL. You can get it for free. And it's available at the moment from LifeRay Marketplace for both community edition and enterprise edition without any charge. Perfect. Correct answer. Yeah. That I, so what, what I we actually that. plan to do, so 
if there is an organization that wants to have support for balance, mm -hmm. that's available for the enterprise ver version. So we can provide uh, commercial level enterprise grade support for Valamis. So all the updates, all the all the like implementation services, things like this. So and probably um, extensions as well. So if if I'm missing yeah. some functionality, you will probably be available. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so sounds sounds like a very similar model that LifeRay has. Um, so both versions available and of course the support. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds good and uh, too good to be true. But <laughs> being in an open source company, that's what I'm kind of used to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think what's important uh, that lots of uh, companies that are, that are doing services, like service business, they do open sources, open source pro projects uh, like uh, when they have time or when they have resources. Uh, Valamis is, is not, it's not like that. So we have dedicated team to work with just Valamis. So I think that's that's like a big thing that all, that's basically basically the only reason why we can do so so many new features and to have this kind of steady release cycle. Yeah, and the the parts that I've seen, uh, I'll really have to admit uh, that's not a lot. But uh, the parts that I have seen looked really professional and really well designed. So uh, that's thank you. Yeah, that's part of the history that I, of my involvement with you. Like Jan, yeah. last year yeah. you did the presentation or a presentation at the European Symposium, and I think that was, uh, if not the best slides, uh, that was very close to uh, well in the, in the top group of the best si uh, slides that I've seen at that symposium. Thank you. Um, and the video uh, itself is also quite well produced. Speaking it's, of, the, sorry, it is basically something that. We want to show, like, like sometimes in open source projects, you don't see the see the real people behind it. So we want to, like, get involved on on our like a personal level into this. So, and then hopefully get get some some people excited that this kind of project exists. Mm -hmm. Um. So let's uh, continue on the on the video uh, because uh, there are some stereotypes to play on, <laughs> <laughs> and I love to play on stereotypes on countries on on people from the different areas uh, in in Europe. Uh, we actually have had quite some some fun in several meetings. Um, uh, this is set in Finland, which is far up north, where it's always cold and always dark. No, actually, during the summer it's always <laughs> always light. <laughs> Uh, exactly. But your video is uh, shot in quite a lot of light, uh, but a lot of frost. Uh, so you're ice fishing there. Uh, yeah, it's, the, it's a frozen lake. Yeah, what's the story there? Uh, when did you record that? Last week or uh, half a year ago? It's light outside, so it must be summer, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, something like uh, late, later part of April. And actually, we had a quite busy schedule to arrange the shooting because the spring spring was coming and the ice was melting uh, i think it's like <laughs> so uh, very very late uh, spring in a sense late april mm -hmm. but we had to hurry and uh, and i have to make a confess confession that uh, we weren't we were ice fishing there but i'm allergic to fish so <laughs> it is quite stage <laughs> situation but but so, we wanted to make a personal video that yeah, yeah. somehow shows the location where the Valamis started. We so. wanted to show that, like the stereotypes, because we wanted to people to see where this this application comes from. So, where where is Finland? What we do in Finland, and to so, show that. Uh, well, I cannot say that it shows that we are serious, but but let's say that we can have some fun with. with with our staff as well, so. Yeah, uh, you succeeded in that. Yeah, there's actually on the on the, like, uh, the homepage, you're gonna find a live demo in environment running LifeRay and Valamis. So if you don't want to set it up, we wanted to provide way to try it right now. Oh, okay. And that there's no no registration or something like that. You just go in and try it. Oh yeah, demovalamislearning.com, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was actually something that when we started thinking about marketplace, 
So we actually had put a lot of thought into how we would like to see the marketplace experience to be for the end user. Mm-hmm. So that's actually something that has been improved a lot since since the first release into the marketplace, which just contains the portlets. Now, when you download the next version, when it's available in, in, in 15 days, um, you are going to have the, exactly the same environment as in demo environment. And, and that's actually thanks to you, Olaf, because in the last symposium you talked about you had some, some tips for the developer and you pointed out that there is nice uh, site, site creation uh, code in, in the Seven Cox uh, demo environment. Oh, yeah, my favorite environment, yes. Favorite so we use that. So it works like Seven Cox. Uh-huh. So when, when you deploy the demo hook, which is in the, in the package, mm-hmm. it will actually create you um, this demo, demo site mm-hmm. in, in the, as a private group uh, in LifeRay and you will have all the sample content but it will also create you an, an site template that when you create new sites, you already have this as a template for your courses. Mm-hmm. So, so first thing I think that the, for, from what I think is a good marketplace experience that you don't have to do any configuration. So there's zero configuration. No, just install you, and everything is ready to go. Yeah. And you do get the, like the example use case, how, how to use these. Because when you when you have just the portlets, you have to figure out that the, how can I use these and do the configuration and set up the environment and mm-hmm. put all the portlets in place. Mm-hmm. But I, I think like you would have in, in your mobile phone that when you download an application, which is a good application, you expect that it's it's like self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. So that that's what we try to do. That when you get get the environment, you will get everything required. To understand what's going on and how can I use this in my organization? Perfect. That means it will be quite easy to try it out for yeah. me as for any of the listeners to this episode. Exactly, because we want to like that. The, we don't want to have any any like a restriction that you have to have technical background to try this. If you if you, if you Want to try it right now? You can try the demo site, and if you have already life rate running, you can download it or, or get it from marketplace and see right away if it works for you or not. Mm-hmm. Speaking of marketplace, uh, there is something that I would like to talk to you about, mm-hmm. uh, which is your experience of publishing something on the marketplace. I've recently, okay. finally, proudly uh, released something and succeeded in pushing it through the marketplace release process. And so I, I know how the process works, mm-hmm. but I'd like to know how it feels from outside of LifeRay. Um, so you are uh, not employed by LifeRay, uh, just in a partner relationship basically with LifeRay. Mm-hmm. Coming from the outside, uh, how does it feel? Well, let's go with just the steps. Uh, assume I have an application um, and I want to publish it on Marketplace. What do I do and uh, how does it work? Um, you want me, me to explain? It? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so we basically um, just create the information regarding the product. We set up some uh, screenshots or information about the marketplace application, um, and do the do the like the questionnaire which is related to this application, and then we upload the the like the application WAR files that we want to have. Um, of course, uh, if we want to have the, the security debacle um, support, then there's lots of configuration, which is something extra that has to be done, um, which normally wouldn't have to be done if, if you're not using Puckle. Um, but basically, we upload the wars, and it, it says if everything's, everything's okay, it will be submitted to the queue. Within a week, usually, we see information from the QA if everything's okay or if we have to do something else. Mm-hmm. And then it's live. Yeah. Okay. That sounds as simple as it was for me. Other than I submitted something that was considered a bug. So I had to go through <laughs> the loop yeah. twice. Problem for us in this process is that our application is quite complex. Mm-hmm. So there's there's lots of different APIs and functionalities that it uses. So the, the Puckle configuration, it's, it's quite complex. So you're, you are actually running with Packle? 
uh, the previous version was was using the Puckle, but now actually due to the, the, the marketplace competition deadline, we had to submit the application without Puckle. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you can run the 1.4.5 version of Valamis uh, on Tomcat container, Tomcat bundle of LifeRay with Puckle on and it works. But then we don't have this like continuous integration environment where can, we can test against all the JBoss and Glassfish and something like this. Mm -hmm. So it, it actually failed on the QA for these these containers. Oh, okay. So when we disable the Puckle, everything works perfectly. We do intend to get to keep it keep it on, so we can we can have it have the Puckle like benefits for the end user. Um, but it's gonna take the next like a minor release to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And for the record, for those who are not really familiar with uh, the LifeRate Marketplace release process, Puckle is the security manager. Uh, basically configuring a sandbox what is my application allowed to do what kind of api is it allowed to call what kind of files is it allowed to change yeah but i think i think it differs that our application differs from the um your typical marketplace application because of that the lots of functionalities and integrations to life ray and and um to to put it like a overview it has a uh, 30000 lines of code uh and, and 300,000 of generated code, mm -hmm. lines of generated code from mm -hmm. the service builder. Mm -hmm. So there's lots, lots of stuff going on. Yeah, I can imagine, especially if you're creating a new demo site and so on, there's quite a long, long, long list of API calls that you actually yeah. need to make. Um, so uh, it probably looks like I want access to all of LifeRate API. Yeah, pretty so, much. So. Yeah, so it doesn't make a big difference to run with or without uh, Puckle. Yeah. There's co configuration differences for Puckle for different application servers. Uh -huh. So if it's running on Tomcat, you cannot be sure if it's running on, on JBoss or Glassfish or something like this. Oh, okay. So I was just lucky that mine ran because I never checked it on JBoss <laughs> and Glassfish. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've actually had, sin since the release, of, of Valamis, uh, which is now the, we are now having the second um, release to the marketplace, but which it, it's actually an eighth official release of, of, of Valamis, previously known as Project Learn. Um, since we published the site and the application to marketplace, we've had really a lot of contacts from LifeRay users and non-LifeRay users interested in this LMS solution around the world. So we are trying to keep in pace to answer everybody with their questions. And of course, there's lots of feature requests that we have already planned into the roadmap. Um, one is being social learning. So we want to have an integration, integration to social office that it's, it's not so formal necessarily in, in an enterprise context that somebody is the teacher and the other person is the student. I think everybody should be able to share some uh, knowledge that they have in in this environment, in like social office context. Uh, they can be like a small bits of information, but we we can provide a way to track that who has learned what, and then it's going to be more into a like interesting social game that you're going to have within your organization. So this is the one aspect that we are developing. Yeah, the social learning part in into the like a social office context that you have you can you can imagine what it gonna, what what's it gonna be like. Uh -oh. uh, I think the second interesting thing is the from the t standard perspective the team can API. So I actually had a good conversation with Ruth Kluivers from from LifeRay. Mm -hmm. He has an e-learning background that we talked about team can API and. It's it's um they started the standard Tinkan API work because the SCORM standard has some limitations. Uh, it has the like a structured way of learning with courses, uh, grading the courses, and the Tinkan API is, is to extend this to more broad contexts. The way it works is basically our, our idea how how we implement Tinkan API in Volumis is that in the end uh, we would have. Um, simple extension or hook into LifeRay. Um, let's say that you have a corporate intranet where you have an introduction material for new employees. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do a course, but you have the standard LifeRay content, the web content, 
And if when you read the content as, a, as an end user, it will store this information that you have now learned about the introduction to this, this corporation, and it stores it to this uh, learning record store, which is part of the Tinkan API. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer a structured way, but you can le learn, um, you can you can store information what people have learned when they are using LifeRay blogs or wikis or, or just reading web articles. So it extends the context of having a learning management system into having a learning portal. I think, mm -hmm. yeah. And and this is this is I, I know Yara is nodding that this is kind of the the daydream of of the pedagogies and the e-learning experts that this is how it should be. And and. When we implement this Tinkan API, this is something that you can have in LifeRay, and I think it's 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 going to be cool. Yeah, it's it's going to be huge. I'd yeah. say so. So so to say, we don't aim low. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, but that's a future release that with the future release plans. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't want to discuss about any dates for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wanted to ask when. <laughs> at this point but but we are working towards it open source is interesting in that way that um we can have like a user group or end user group just based on that we support the standards mm -hmm. so people are, are interested that we just support like a score <coughs> if we support tinkan api which is new then we have like a lots of people interested mm -hmm. and they are going to come uh to see the product outside of LifeRay scope. So they don't know necessarily about LifeRay, mm -hmm. but it's it's like new audience. Mm -hmm. um, there is a new standard in works. Uh, Tinkan API is the, they have the first standard release now, the 1.0 specification. Mm -hmm. And they already started specifying the CMI5 standard, with, which addresses the, the limitations of Tinkan API. Mm -hmm. So there's a new standard after this and, um, I think we can keep up with that, like the standards in, in quite decent pace that we would have like broad support for different e-learning standards. If you're from aviation, you have specific standards that you, you need to have support. If you're from military or, or something like this um, solutions, then you have another set of standards or car manufacturing or, or something like this. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see where this all this takes us. But yeah. the, I, I know it's it's going to be fun. And of course, if there's some standard that you're not yet supporting, then uh, you're quite happy to hear of people um, to let you know which standard you should attack next, right? Exactly. So I, I think it's it's the important thing that we really, really want everybody's feedback. Mm -hmm. That what's, what's good and what's bad. Yeah, who's doing those standards? Like, where where are they uh, made? It's not a JSR, so uh, um, there's some different standardization body. Uh, what kind of organization is that? Um, the SCORM standard and Tinkan API is managed by ADL. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the acronym where it comes from, but it's an organization. Um, the SCORM standard was originally from the U.S. military. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they formed the ADL organization that oversees the standardization work. And it's a bunch of really, really thick documents that define all these aspects. And it's it's up to the like the organization or companies like us to make the implementation. Mm -hmm. So there are se several different standardization organizations for e-learning, uh, ADL is one, AICC is, is another, and there's lots of others. So it's a work that will never end, probably. There's always need for, need for standards. Yeah, and we always need one more standard. Exactly. One, one to rule them all. I think there's an XKCD, stud, uh, XKCD on standards and number of standards. Um, I'll try to find that and link it with the show notes. Uh, yeah, or maybe but even embedded the, there. The score for us is is the most important because in the end, uh, we do most of our work in Finnish market mm -hmm. uh, with Finnish customers. Um, let's say we have a we have a school where where we have Valamis running. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a local school. So when they go shopping for like a electronic uh, education course materials, basically electronic books. Mm -hmm. 
they know that the big publishing houses that also print the like the the physical books they provide their books in in SCORM format. Mm-hmm. So they can they can purchase this content in in electronic form and run it in this environment. Okay. So it's a practical application. Yeah, that's a good way to to bring in quite a lot of content. Uh, content. Um, I was not aware of that. Yeah, yeah, and it it works with the big publishing houses around the world the same way. Some of them support different different standards, and some some support like SCORM. Um, I think the SCORM is the most popular. Yeah, at the moment. <clears throat> and also, it's uh, it's not only running the digital learning material, which is in SCORM. And uh, if there's, um, you have the great book portal, which is also SCORM compliant. If there is in this purchased digital learning material, if there's an exam or some sort of a scoring system, uh, the scores automatically transfers to the library grade book from that both digital learning material. Mm-hmm. So the SCORM standard takes care of that. Yeah, and the compliance. Yeah. Actually, one more thing I, I'd like to talk about shortly is that at the same time we made the release, um, we started a in, really interesting collaboration project. Um, I was talking, actually um, got in contact through LifeRay that there was organization, an, an NGO organization, non-profit organization in Afghanistan uh, working to create an e-learning solution for the schools in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And we actually got involved in this project, and we started collaboration with private school in, in uh, I don't know if I pronounce it correctly, but in Jalalabad in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So we made an agreement for them that we are delivering a um, volumous learning solution for them, so they can teach um, in their primary school um, English and, and other subjects in this environment. And what they know of that it, it's actually the first e-learning system used in Afghan school, and 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 we're really really interested to be to get to be part of this kind of project. Mm-hmm. So hopefully hopefully they will they will get good English education through through here, and then they actually have good internet connection there. They don't have much roads or good condition roads, but they have internet connections. That's good. So, it's almost more important nowadays. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of the when they are rebuilding the, the infrastructure in Afghanistan, education and English education and access to information mm-hmm. is really important for the for the young kids that are now growing up there. Yeah. So so it's it's really really good project and and in this same project we have some local schools from here in in Joensuu in Finland and we can actually connect them in the same environment. They can share their their like collaboration work mm-hmm. and to connect like from from students from school in Afghanistan to connect with students in Finnish school, mm-hmm. and and that's that's cool. I think that sounds really good and and uh, like a good involvement there. Yeah. So I think it's 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 definitely rewarding to be doing open source and this kind of project that we get get opportunities to be involved in, in these kind of projects that we wouldn't otherwise be. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, nice. Um, and that was an unexpected side effect. But now that you've mentioned it, I found the, um, the article there on your homepage. Um, yeah. So there is some information on the, uh, on the cooperation, just one click away from the uh, main homepage. Yeah, yeah. So there's the 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 person who is running running the school. He's he's funding the operation there, and he's big supporter supporter of of educational development there. Mm-hmm. He's 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 studied in the U.S. and he speaks really good English. Mm-hmm. And he he's strong supporter of having the boys and the girls in the school. And it's it's not like a it's not everywhere like that in there. So. I think this this is kind of good cause where we can participate. Mm-hmm. As well. Okay, great. Um, anything else? Because now I'm really out of questions. Um, keep keep watching the release date, how it changes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> always down until the first of September, and then it's up yeah. by a big uh, step. 
what's your release uh, uh, frequency? Is that three months? Do I remember that? Or yeah, we we have to pace it uh, based on the holidays and stuff like this. But now it looks like three months. Mm -hmm. Three so months basically. end of the year, uh, basically. No, uh, beginning of December then would be yeah. another target. Uh, okay, I'll check that. Um, so currently it's on first yeah. of September or uh, just around there, thirty first, first of September. It should be like that. That when we make this release, we have to set the date for the next one. Mm -hmm. We don't know that yet, exactly yet what 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 features we are going to do. We have some ideas, mm -hmm. but we are going to release. So yeah. that's the plan. Okay, I love projects where the uh, the date is actually really set and they make it. My poster child uh, example for that is Eclipse, mm -hmm. um, where uh, as far as I know, um, at least in the past, it was like this. Uh, the whole team was, uh, or, or a lot of the team was planning their summer vacation right after the re release. So put out a new major release and then everybody goes on holiday. Um so that was something that was really impressive because they always hit the date and um, the quality of Eclipse is, well, the quality of Eclipse that's uh, uh, kind of always working. I rarely yeah. had a uh, rarely had a real bug that uh, kept me from uh, working with it. Okay, um, then I can only say I hope to see you on one of the symposium-like Uh, events that we will have um, the, the business event life ray portal solutions forum in frankfurt in september mm -hmm. or developer conference in berlin uh, that will be uh, in october yeah. most likely we will participate in the, the solution forum mm -hmm. i don't know if we are going to participate in both mm -hmm. one in germany and one in uk at least in, I, i think i'm going to the solution forum yeah, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so watch out for volume is there Okay. Any chance for the developer conference? I don't know yet. Okay. It, it depends. So I think it's going to be awesome. I've just been location scouting yeah, yesterday. Um so I'm just back from Berlin. Yeah. Um it's 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 more scheduling issue for us. So Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. It's like another event and yet another event and another travel and so on. But uh well we'll see. At least um I'd like to motivate listeners to this episode to really consider yeah. coming to any either or both of these uh, events in Europe um, or just to the symposiums in the US because this is downloaded anywhere not just in Europe mm -hmm. um, so there's plenty of opportunities to meet uh, somebody from LifeRay technical or business side yeah yeah um, And we'll take the opportunity to meet you as well and then mm -hmm. see how your release goes because the next event is after your next release. Okay. Well, thank you for being available. Um, thank you. It was really interesting to talk, talk to you and participate. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Radio Life Ring. <laughs>